Women Taking the Lead, Episode 188. You're on the right track. Keep listening to what it is that your heart is telling you to do. Keep doing that. I didn't have anyone that ever actually said that to me. And I I mean, it would have been great to hear from myself if it were possible, but keep doing it. Yes, it's scary. Keep moving forward. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Your website tells a story about your business. At Zebra Love Web Solutions, Millie and her team are going to make sure your website tells the story you want your customers to hear. Connect with Millie at ZebraLoveWebSolutions.com to create the impression you want to make. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Lynn Elioff, who is an internet startup lawyer, but she's more than that. She's the kind of lawyer that wants to help you avoid having to hire a lawyer, especially when you're just trying to grow your business and money is tight. That means she doesn't want you to hire her. She wants to show you how you can do a lot of the legal legwork yourself. Her DIY legal toolkit not only answers your legal questions, it provides you with checklists, templates, and the law you need to know about in order to cover your assets online. Online entrepreneurs don't know what they don't know, and that means they're exposing themselves to liability and they're putting their personal assets at risk. Lynn, thank you for that service that you do. And I know that's just a little bit about you. So if you could tell us a little bit more about you and your own humble beginnings. Well, Jody, thank you so much for having me on your show. I love the work you do. And like you, I work with women. Um, but you know, men do come into, into my practice. So that, that happens, but I work a lot with women and, um, I, I guess my humble beginnings began when I was 11. <laughs> and I wrote a letter to the local television station asking if they would put me on TV because I thought they would, I would be a great fit for their, <laughs> for their television shows. And uh, honestly, Jody, that lesson has stayed with me all these years since I was 11 because the television station was so gracious. They responded and they said um, very kindly, we don't have anything for you right now, <laughs> but don't give up on your dreams. These are some of the things that you can start to look at as you look ahead to going to college. Maybe you'll consider this and that. Well, I, I tell you, I it was as if they had put me on a show because I was so thrilled to have just had that response. And that has really stayed with me. Um, and I have had kind of a fearless approach. I shouldn't say fearless. It's, you know, there are times where I felt the fear, but I pushed through it because I really don't know what's on the other side, just like I didn't know what would happen when I sent that letter when I was 11. Um, so, yeah, big lesson for me. And that was my humble beginning, I think. I love that. And clearly, you, you know, you've, you've come a long way from when you were 11. I'm sure you don't get turned <laughs> down as often. But what a great letter for them to send back to you to encourage you to keep going, even though they didn't have a position for you. <laughs> and well- 
And yeah. clearly you've gained success in the work that you're doing. And I, I'm kind of, I'm, you know, knowing what you do, I'm glad you found the law because I know that is, uh, that is a vulnerability that a lot of people don't realize they have is, you know, they could either get take advantage of or break laws that they're not aware that they're breaking. So that, that's a wonderful service, Lynn, that, that you're offering. And if you could start us off with, a story about a playing small moment in her, um, in a, the famous Marianne Williamson quote, she talks about playing small. And so I love for my guests, you know, especially because you've been successful and you've achieved a lot to talk about those moments where you played small, where you didn't realize, you know, how much value you had to give or how capable you were. So you held yourself back. So Lynn, if you could share with us a story and the lessons you've learned. Well, I, uh, you know, this may sound a little, I, I mean, I don't know how it would sound, but I don't think I have ever at least knowingly held myself back. There have been times where I have felt, um, you know, the fear I was talking about. Um, and I would, I would get some help from fellow coaches, fellow entrepreneurs who worked, um, in the online space. Um, but playing small, small, I think for me meant that I was trying to be all things to all people as a business coach, a mindset coach, and a legal coach. And believing that it was my responsibility to make sure that coaches were successful, that they protected themselves, all of that, that really, I think, set me up for disappointment at times. And it took one too many kicks in the shins, I think, to realize that I was only responsible for myself and my actions and that if I was in integrity and I was doing my best job, no matter which hat I was wearing, then I was off the hook with regards to what other people's outcomes were, what, what the outcomes they created for themselves. That was a big lesson for me and it really, really helped me appreciate that I am the one who is willing to work hard, but I can't make everyone else do the same. So yeah. this is a hot topic right here, Lynn, <laughs> right yeah. off the, right off the bat, because I think, you know, I'm sure there are some men out there who do this as well, but I hear, I work with women. I hear it a lot from women where they give away that they are taking responsibility for other people's success and happiness. And they're trying to bend over backwards and help out and make sure this happens. And you're exactly right. Like we can't take responsibility for somebody else's success and happiness. We can do what we can do, but it's up to them to be happy or to find what success is for them. And I think you're right that if we are doing that, if we're, we're not honoring bound, if we don't have boundaries and we're not honoring them, to a large extent, we are playing small because we're limiting what then will be capable of creating and having and doing because we're putting out so much and sometimes more effort than other people are putting in to see that they're successful. Right. We uh, that that was the lesson. I don't want to work harder than my clients are willing to mm -hmm. work for themselves. Yeah. I want to work hard for myself, and I think that that is. Um, you know, I think in that way, I can mentor and coach my clients in a, from a much better space because they can see for me that 
I am not going to be taking any more of those kicks in the shins and I'll kick back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and I think that's a good thing. I think the women who really want to work with me, the women that I want to work with are women who are ready to really go all in mm-hmm. with what they want to do. Like they walk the talk. They don't just say, well, I think I want to. And then once they realize it's going to be hard, they back off. The women who want to work with me and that I want to work with are women who are really ready to go all in. And they know it's going to be tough because I tell them up front, this is not easy to do. It takes a special breed mm-hmm. of woman to to start her own business, to become a businesswoman, that means something. And, you know, it's kind of like running a marathon. Not everybody can do it. But the ones who do are special. Absolutely. You're, you know, and I, and I want to add to that. I think it's appreciated, you know, when you're up front and you set the expectations with your clients that this is going to be hard work. Here's what I'm responsible for. I'm responsible for being here for you and providing the space for you to do the work, but it's your responsibility to do the work. I think, you know, that those women are so appreciative that you've set the expectations, set the boundaries because they can live into it and they're not wondering, well, what am I supposed to do? And where, where do you, you know, what are you supposed to be doing versus what I'm supposed to be doing? It's clear, it's spelled out and they just get to it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And now, Lynn, if you could share with us another time in your journey when you had, you know, it could it could be I call it the wake up call. It could have been like a flashbulb light bulb moment or it could have been a series of events that led you to a moment where you were like, yes, this is what I need to do, what I'm meant to be doing. Take us, you know, through the story of what led up to that moment and the steps you took that led to your success. Well, When I started my online business, I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, it was rough, as you probably know, too, Jody. right? You come on and you you have no idea really what it's all about. And there's a lot of information out there. It's not like no one's telling you what to do. It's like everyone's telling you what Mm -hmm. to do. And it can be uh, confusing, overwhelming. Um, But because I was a lawyer, I am a lawyer, I knew exactly what the pitfalls were, at least as far as starting a business and the legal requirements. So, I mean, I really had to hunker down. I I, I did think maybe this isn't for me. Like, I maybe I need to go work for a law firm. But deep down inside, I knew that was the last thing I wanted to do. I did not want to work for anyone else. So, again, I hunkered down and I gathered all the relevant information, the relevant law, and I made this checklist, a massive checklist of everything that must be done in order to start an online business from soup to nuts, as in the good, the bad, the legal. Mm -hmm. Um, And believe it or not, it was a 46 step checklist that I wish I'd had when I first started out in business. And I looked at this and I thought, this is what there are other coaches, business owners are online who are you know, struggling to figure out what to do. I created that checklist and decided to share it with the world. I turned it into a book. And now I I love being my own boss. I had to learn the hard way what it means to be a good boss to myself. Uh, But I love that I can help other women take a shortcut to business success, mind body business success, really, because it's not just about business. It's about your whole life and, mm-hmm. and having everything aligned with what really makes you happy. As corny as that sounds, we have to be happy in our pursuit of success. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I've, I heard the expression that, uh, you know, entrepreneurship is the most robust personal development program you can put yourself through because Absolutely. you, you start a business and you are faced with the areas that you are weak, you know, or that you hadn't thought of. And it doesn't happen all at once. It happens like it, it's like walking through a minefield where you're like, whoops, didn't know that. Whoops, didn't know that. And you're right. It can be super overwhelming at first, not because of what you don't know, but because of all the people who are offering to help you in all different ways. And it's like, well, who do I work with? Who's the best? Who's going to have what I need? Who do I connect with? And at some point you just have to like go with your gut, you know, choose the person that you, you like, you know, they're where you want to be. You like what they say. They, they speak to your heart and, and go with that and just make peace that there are some decisions you're going to make that might not be the best, but you'll learn from them too. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, I say, um, I often say that starting your own business is an AFCO and an AFCO is another freaking growth opportunity, <laughs> um, right? Because starting your own business reveals all your shortcomings, all your fears, all the things that you, you've sort of been hiding or trying to get away with not dealing with. And, you know, whether it's starting a business or, getting in shape, losing weight, whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to tackle and, and sort of conquer in your life, whatever that thing is for you, I call that an AFCO and it's there to teach you something about you. And that's why I so passionately believe that this isn't just business. This is personal. This is, this is more than making your business a success. This is about making you a success in the, in all aspects of your life, in the way you view yourself, how you feel free in your own life or not. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's so important that people understand that this isn't supposed to be easy. This is supposed to teach you something about you. Mm -hmm. And you'll get better and you'll stretch and you'll grow and you just have to be. Willing to keep putting yourself back in the arena as Brene Brown, you know, expresses like you yes. got you got to keep your you keep going back to the arena. And Lynn, you segued perfectly into the next question I wanted to ask you, which is about your leadership style, because, you know, there are fundamentals of leadership that we all really need in order to be a good leader. You, you have to be able to connect with people. You have to be able to listen and communicate well and give direction. But there are subtleties to leaders leadership that. That makes us all a little bit different as a leader because we have different experiences and backgrounds and strengths and interests and personalities. So Lynn, how would you describe your leadership style? I think that for me, I, my goal and what I want to be is someone who leads with grace. I don't want to, I am not by a long shot saying to anyone, this is the way to do it. This is the only way to do it. I'm simply saying, like, this is how I learned to do it. And if you're anything like me, then you might want to consider what I have to offer. Maybe it will help you. I don't want to be the guru. I don't want to be the expert. I want to offer my expertise to people and see if it's a good fit. And for me, it's a good fit if people also have the guts um, the guts to go for it, right? The guts to do it when it's really tough and the grit to stay with it. I think that's really important. And I think I have those qualities. I have guts. I have grit and I have learned 
to be more and more gracious as I grow in my business. And then I like to throw in some humor, sarcasm, you know, stuff like that, just to lighten things up. Mm -hmm. Lynn, you said a word that really caught my attention there because it's not something we often hear people describe themselves as. So when you describe yourself as becoming more gracious, what are you talking about there? I think I um, for me, it means that I have realized um, in all through my life experience that, you know, there are times when we lead, there are times when we follow, there are other times when we're down on our knees because it's just too unbearable to deal with. And understanding that we all go through that at some point in our lives, we're up, then we're down, then we're up again, and we're down again. And understanding that there are times when I'm up and someone else may not be feeling so up. They, mm -hmm. She may be down on her knees and realizing that she is just like me, and that I am just like her, and that I can offer my hand, help pick her up, and hoping that one day, I may need her to do that for me. Mm -hmm. I love how you describe that because that's an advanced stage of leadership in my world. When you're able to, as a leader, recognize when it's time to take a step back and let someone else take the lead and you, right. you follow and you support, that is still leadership, but it's, it's conscious leadership. It's leadership by choice. And, you know, when you're able to do that, oh my God. So much, so much more becomes possible because you don't feel like you always have to be the one in charge, in control, having the last say on everything. You can actually develop leaders around you and then you can do other things as well. Yes. Yes. I think that what I really, really want for myself, if I, if I were to be at all selfish, I want to have a tribe of women around me where on the days where I could say, I, I just don't have it in me. Could someone take the lead here? And, and, you know, a whole bunch of them would jump in and say, I'll do it. I'll take it. I can do it for you. I mean, um, I, I want those women around me. I want to learn from the women that are around me. I want to be the leader who's not afraid to follow sometimes. Awesome. And what's one thing you're working on right now, Lynn, that you're really excited about and you want to share with us? Oh my goodness, Jody, this is true excitement. I have just, um, I am just putting together for 2017 my, um, it's called a mind body business freedom mastermind. I have been in masterminds, some very high level masterminds. I know exactly what what they have to offer. And I, I, I know when they're not working right. So it is finally time for me to sort of step up and lead a mastermind group of women who are in business online, who are looking for that support. Because, you know, when we're at home all the time, there's no one to just turn to in the other cubicle and say, hey, what do you think of this? Or what should I do about this problem? And so I want to create a mastermind that is very affordable that walks people, women mostly, through the steps of starting their own online businesses and providing the support that goes with that. And not just when it comes to business success, but also mind and body success, because you can't ignore your body. You have a body and it's been working for you and it's time you gave it the attention it deserves. So my goal for 2017 is to get in the best shape of my life, take my business up a notch and bring a whole bunch of women with me in the process. And I love that you're offering this, Lynn, because it's so true. 
as you know, especially when you're in the online business world, chances are you're working out of your home. <laughs> you know, right. you're, 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 you, you're not completely isolated, but you spend a lot of time by yourself. And it's so nice to be able to connect with other people who are going through what you go through. And I remember one time having a conversation with my friend where I was saying how I felt isolated and she was like, well, reach out and you can call me. And I was like, I know, I love you for that. And I, I know that I can always get your support. But then I would also have to start from the beginning and explain everything before I could even right. get to what the problem is, right. you know, because you, cause it's just, it's a different world in there, you know, to bring up, like, I'm having an issue with softwares and how they integrate and they're not talking to each other. Like, I'm like, I would have to start from the beginning, you know, to talk through that. But when you are in a community with other people who are, have businesses that are similar to yours, it's so freeing because you can just ask the question. You don't have to give the lead in story or explain much of anything before you just drop the question in there and people are right there responding, compassionate, supportive. And, you know, especially a community of women, they're just so supportive and helpful. Not that men aren't, but men go into fix it mode a lot faster than women do. So true. <laughs> so women yes. tend to be a little, you know, a, a little more co compassionate and softer and make sure that they're understanding what the problem is before they go into here's the solution that you're looking for. So gr that's awesome. What another great service you're providing. Well, that's so true, Jody. If you're not in the right mindset, taking action is not going to work, at least not for long, right? Like you always have to come back to your mindset and what is your mind doing and how is it trying to sabotage your very best efforts? So um, that's where the support comes in. That's where the fellow coaches come in. It's like, wait a minute, before we start telling you what to do, like what's really holding you up? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes it's not it's not that hard a problem to solve. It's just more of your mind getting stuck. Yeah, absolutely. And on the flip side of things, Lynn, what is the biggest leadership or business challenge that you're faced with right now? I think right now my biggest challenge is finding the women, a group of women who are like-minded in the sense that they're willing to go all in. Uh, I, I, I want to be around women who are as excited as I am. And maybe it's just a shortcoming on my part that I, you know, and a story that I tell myself. Um, and I think that, <laughs> thank you, because you've just helped me realize that I'd have a limiting belief that whether I can actually find these women, I know they're out there and um, I'm going to find them. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and some of them are listening. So if you, if you are listening to Lynn talk and you know you're this woman, reach out to her, have a conversation with her and see if this is the right fit for you. And Lynn, could you, cause we've been talking about, you know, being online business owners and how isolating it can be. But the reality is nobody becomes successful on their own. There's always a team of people around them, whether they're officially in the business or not, who helps support them to achieve the level of success that they have achieved and then to continue to grow. So if you could just give us a quick overview of the people you have around you that help you to achieve the success you have. So I do belong to a mastermind 
a high level mastermind. And when I say that, I say it because <laughs> I say that with grace because mm-hmm. I am like the, the, the one, the kid on the block who's kind of learning from everyone else. What's really cool about that is I don't need to be the leader in there. I get to follow and learn. So that's really important to have that. I also have a personal coach who helps me on the business side of things, just getting my business up to that next higher level. I have a VA. I have someone who is um, tech support. So that's kind of it. I mean, that's at this stage and that's all I want. I mean, I don't want to have this huge team around me, at least not yet, because I'm not ready for that. I still am figuring things out and I don't want anyone telling me what to do or pushing (laughs) pushing me to do things that I'm not quite or that's just not my thing. So I think the beauty of of, um, where I'm at in my life, and it sounds like you too, um, is that you you have a really good idea of what you want to do. And now it's just a question of making it happen and what that will look like. Yeah, one step at a time, one building block at a time. I'm with you. That's my strategy too. Yep. All right, Lynn, now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us, what is one practice you have that helps to make you a better leader? One practice that I have to help me be a better leader is to ask questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, lawyers love to ask questions and my kids tell me I ask way too many questions, but I am very curious. I ask questions and then I listen to the answers and my next question is always sort of a follow-up to uh, or a natural question from the answer. So I, I think I think that's something that I do well and not because I'm, you know, have any special skill or talent, but because I'm genuinely, genuinely curious to know what people are thinking and what, why they do what they do. I'm, I'm kind of nosy like that. (laughs) And what is one book that you would recommend to another woman to help her develop her leadership? So get this, Jody. Um, I think one of the most, I have two books, if I may. There are two books that I think women need to read. The first one is one that changed my life, both personally and I can apply it to my professional life, but it's called The Dance of Anger by Harriet Lerner. That book was profound. I read it many, many years ago, but it was crazy good and changed my whole perspective. Um, and then the other book more current and one that I always go back to is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. You know, I think that that book in its simplicity uh, is so profound. You know, be impeccable with your word and um, don't take things personally. I mean, that book to me is gold. It's timeless. I give it to my kids and all my friends. I'm going to have to check out The Dance of Anger. I have not read that one yet, but The Four Agreements was life-changing for me probably about 20 years ago. So, And I'm constantly passing it on to people. I'm like, this book will change your life. You know, just take... Those older, those books, those timeless books, the, you know, where, where they're more philosophical, I can really get my teeth into. Um, I love it. Yeah. And the four agreements, especially for me was like a complete mindset book, completely changed my mindset and how I looked at the world. And I had an experience of like being super stressed and then just letting it go. It was just amazing. So love that. And Lynn, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, I think my younger self 
my advice would say some the voice would say you're on the right track keep listening to what it is that your heart is telling you to do keep doing that i didn't have anyone that ever actually said that to me and um I mean, it would have been great to hear it from myself if it were possible, but I think that's what I would tell her. Keep doing it. Yes, it's scary. Keep moving forward. And share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. You know, this is one that everybody knows and hears, and, you know, you might even roll your eyes when you hear it, but this too shall pass mm-hmm. has become something like I've heard it for years, but only in the last few years have I really understood what it meant to the point where I can be having um, a, a moment <laughs> and allow myself to have the moment knowing that and trusting that I will get through it and it will pass and I will be okay. That is so freeing. So it allows me to kind of just sort of decide to be in a funk for a while if that's what I need to do. And it invariably helps me get through it 10 times faster. Yeah, because, you know, it's going to like, you know, like there is an end to this. It's fleeting. It's not going to be forever. So it's almost you give yourself permission to just feel it and then let right. it go. And I've if, al- I only, if I could only get my teenage daughters to believe that right because they think it's the end of the world (laughs) right right this is going on forever yeah someday I uh, yeah it's so true and I've also heard Lynn someone flip it on its head as well that even when things are really good recognizing that this too shall pass so don't let a, a sweet moment go by you know, to really stop and appreciate when things are really good and just take a breath in that moment and appreciate it because it will pass, you know, but it will come back around again. So for me, that that saying just allows you to really get present. Yes. And in the moment, knowing that it is going to change and that's okay. Love it. And it's okay. Absolutely. You're right. And lastly, Lynn, what is the best way for this community to connect with you? Well, you can find me at my website, lynnelioff.com, and um, I will have information on there about my new Freedom Mastermind and a Freedom Calendar that I'm creating that's a free offer. So, yeah, find me at any of those places, and I can give you the links so that you'll have them, Jody. But, um, oh, I would love to hear from your audience. Yes, and for those of you who are listening, you know you can find all the links that Lynn is referring to in the show notes page that accompanies this episode. And she spells her name L-I-N. So if you go to the website and put L-I-N in the search bar, her show notes page will pop right up. And that's at womentakingthelead.com. And Lynn, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Thank you, Jody. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. 
Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me, and here's to your success.